He's a term Dane and he's prepping for worlds. Gonna snatch the title and get all the girls. He's a term Dane and he's good with the mass. We'll grab each and dead to the left. Hello, hello, hello there, and welcome to Thule Squadron Radio. Hi. My name is Hayden. Yeah, yeah, that's Hi, right. and I am Yen. Yeah, that, that's... It's been uh, a while, huh? I am Hayden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's are... rusty. Yeah, how are you, my friend? Pretty good. Great to are hear. You? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, rushed and, and you know busy as always but I mean it is slowly improving but uh, a lot of hours and I mean yeah yeah but go yeah. but going good so real life stuff real life job stuff mostly yeah <laughs> oh yeah so um, how is your how is your x-wing I do you have time to play I haven't, I have not given myself time to play. Ah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately. He used to play the game, though. Yes, I, I did see that. I did see that. Um, he might drop in later, I think, but uh, let's see if uh, if you rush into him. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm still on the track. There's like just a couple of weeks, like less than three weeks then i leave for worlds question mark what yeah. that's yeah. insane that is insane it's really close it is really close so i'm now i'm gonna ramp up my practice uh multiple games this weekend and i was just gonna like really push it um yeah i'm so, locked so in so on my list or i don't know i mean i think it's hard to sort of evaluate because um it looks like on the lcq that will be like a third of the attendees will go through so it doesn't sound right. impossible but you still need you know an above average effort yeah on the day and how many games are in uh, the lcq five so you need to win so you need three wins for a maybe Three wins and you're probably in. Yeah. Three you wins and a tie and you're in. I guess. I think it's something like that. So. But we'll see. I mean, I don't go to Worlds to play X-Wing. That's just no, a sort of side thing. <laughs> exactly. Oh. oh yeah. So. Anyway, speaking of worlds, um, right. they did reveal some about the prices. Boy, did they. They did indeed. So we're going to go sort of full Spectra Cell. So Rebels, the TV show theme. Yeah. And it is not, I would say, the clearest article as to like how the prices work and, and who gets what. But... Um, they confirmed like a number of things like there's this nice swat of old arts uh 
but like the ghost config, the chopper crew, Sabine in the TIE fighter, Sep and Ezra in the Sheathapede, Hera in the A-wing. It would have been a precious time to release a whole new Hera ghost, but I guess yeah. limiting the card's accessibility to worlds would not really be fair. Yeah, that would not be... Uh... Very popular. <laughs> no. So if you want that, then you have to do Kanan in the Ghost, uh, which is like the sixth card. Um, so it's not quite clear how you get those. They're going to sort of be prices. Um, there's also like a little art print where you can see the whole Spectra cell. And then there are dials and custom tokens no custom cardboard uh and id tokens and so on for all the the five pilots just mentioned so no sabine ties sebes rushy the pete hera a and and canaan ghost uh as well as some there's also objective markers and the one and a half ruler and score markers and so on so But but for those they don't say much about like like what is that like we don't know. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I mean I think a price wall is kind of a good good way to do it. Yeah, but I mean we don't know if that was an FFG thing or or, or what it was. Yeah. I mean. And having side events and stuff like that, you get you keep the populace occupied. True. Uh, they do specify like separate prices that they say is side event. So I assume this is main event. Um, separate prices. That probably means. Uh, maybe not. It might just be there are prices for the events, and then maybe. Uh, Price yeah. yeah, I mean, this could also be like if you qualify to day two, maybe. I mean, it is just a a custom print and two cardboard plates, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess. Um, then they have what seems to be participation prices. They say they will sort of distribute them and try to distribute them equally, where they have some some more old art that they say is metallic ink as well as some custom tokens. Right. Uh, um, which I'm not quite sure what is supposed to be. I guess if you are not as colorblind as me, you could figure it out. Like there's like the rebel starbird in yellow is probably charge tokens. There are purple, uh, probably force tokens. Yeah. And then there's some Greens. green with a chopper head that's probably calculates. Yeah. And shields. What's that? Blues? Yeah. Shields. They could be shields. They have like a Sabine head. Sabine helmet head on it. Um, yeah. And the old art here is like one per faction. So that's Django, Dengar, Poe. I think it's the Flyboy. Um, Anakin in the Y-Win, Von Reck, Morna, and of course the Rebels get Gina Moonsong. The very, 
No, but I think it's a little bit weird because I mean nothing says separatist like Django. I guess. Well, there are actually many okay. things that said separatist better than Django, but I mean at least he's like a highly valued ship in the faction, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and Dengar and Scum, yeah, I buy that. I mean it's not Boba, but it's Dengar. Poe and yeah. Resistance, Anakin, even though it's the Y Wing. I mean, okay, he's a six. And so almost everything is six so far, right? Von Rick is a yeah. six, but you know perhaps not the most useful uh, first order pilot right now. But then for some reason, instead of doing a Vader or a Suntir, then we yeah. get a Morna Key, and Rebels get Gina Moonsong. I mean, like the least played ship and the least played pilot of that ship. Yeah, I mean, they get up the two na- made-up pilots where, I, I mean, Von Reg is, is pretty close, but at least you see him in the Resistance show, right? We've never seen Morna Kiagina anywhere. Maybe maybe yeah. they're in comics, I don't know, in some book, but, huh? Uh, yeah. Uh, to I be, to be fair, we, we've barely seen Dengar, but, I mean, we've at least he's been there. <laughs> yeah, but he's a valued pilot, I should say. I mean... Yeah. He's a known entity in X-Wing, so... Yeah, at least historically. I agree. Yeah, but, but, yeah, even though he's a little dated at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Putting that aside, let's talk about the templates. Oh, yeah. Top eight. Those are a beauty. They are... I absolutely love them. They are just like this Sabine graffiti art style. Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful with uh, all almost all of them unique in art. Yeah. Over the whole template set. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I would I would like those in my trade. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even a rebel player, but I would, you know, give a near friend's right arm for those. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but those uh, those tokens are kind of funny. Uh, I'm not quite sure what's with the tokens, because I mean, we see yeah. a damage deck with like the rebel starbird on it, and that's great. Sure. But then there are what seems to be like regular focus evade and stress tokens. Yeah, <laughs> like... exactly the same art as, you know, the cardboard cutout. Yeah, but but do you think they are they are acrylic maybe, but look exactly like? I mean, very retro. If they're, if they're not acrylic, <laughs> then why even include them? <laughs> Congratulations on reaching uh, top eight. Here's four cardboard focus tokens that looks exactly like the one you got in the corset. Yeah. We got we had some leftover from the guys in the office. You can have those. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, they, they must be acrylic. I mean, they must be. Can I even... I'm not going to entertain the notion that they'd be stupid enough to have that cardboard cut up. No. I mean, who knows? We'll see. I mean, I th- I don't think they're cardboard either. Not for top 8 price. 
They might also not be part of the price and just be lying around for visual effect. I mean, I don't know. Um, that would be equally stupid. Well, not equally stupid, but that would be stupid as well. Yeah. Anyway, I get your drift. Yeah. And then for side events, uh, they, we apparently get old art standard layout cards from Yavin. Yeah. Uh, what have we seen here? Luke, Han, Wedge, Biggs, Dutch, Aiden, Backstabber, Vader, and Mauler. So, yeah, I mean, those are pilots to have in the main event. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, huh? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not sure whether you know old art standard loadout cards. I guess that could also be a thing. Um, sure. I mean, I mean, yeah. You get a chance to get a dot vendor with the right initiative, right? Uh. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. I would. I would. I would actually like all the rebel stuff. The the other alt arts, side event and main event. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the rebel stuff is cool. I think the rebel stuff is cool. Cool. Uh, but. I mean, I think a lot of it is not going to be used because it's like since Seven Ezra is in the Seethopede. Yeah. Eh, we don't see that. I mean, Sabine tie, eh, maybe, but Ezra tie would actually get used, right? If that was the case. I love the Hera A Wing. And if we're going to fly a ghost, it could be Kanan, I guess, but I think he's maybe a little high. And Chopper Crew. It's probably the most useful of those cards. But they are pretty, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And we all love Chopper. Yes. We, we actually love all these characters, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not, not, not so much as playability. They're just pretty. No, but I mean, at least with the cardboard, there are ID tokens with, like, their faces on them. So instead of the numbers... Yeah. And I mean, those you could use for, you know, you can take the Hera and use them for any Hera, and the Ezra and use sure, them for any Ezra. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to use the dial, but... Hmm. Well, you could use the dial cover and put it on the Hera you're applying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could just take the dial and replace the backside. That's true. Yeah. That's a very good point, actually. Yeah. So you can't use the base, but... You know, it, uh, they're only identified by the name of the pilot, not the uh, thing oh, they're flying. you could actually use the base. I mean, you could use the Ezra base because he doesn't change initiative. And sure, it doesn't yeah. say on it which ships he flies. So you could use the Ezra base for any Ezra. Well, any yeah. small base Ezra, at least. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Branded. But it's Rebels. Oh. As in yeah. the TV show, not as in the faction. It's lovely. It is. So, uh, prices are cool. Um, prices are cool. I think they have more to reveal. They sort of hinted at that. But, um, okay, okay. That's, but let's see. That's something. 
cool. Um, I guess we are postponing uh, the Thule segment challenge uh, yet again. Um, or maybe we can do it if Gisli arrives, if if you have done your thing and Gisli has done yeah, his thing. thing. You did the thing. Yeah. Okay. That is like strong progress. Uh, that I, is, maybe yeah. maybe yeah. for next time I will not challenge Gisli. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Yeah. Oh, now I'm very excited. Now we might have to do the thing anyway. I mean, if he doesn't arrive, then maybe we just finish the segment and he can respond like whenever. Yeah, uh, I guess. And get the, well, get the, more get the ball going. More yeah, it is. And I also said it would be a competition and so on. So, But I'm just right. so darn curious about what you came up with. Anyway, so let's just get into this. Uh, we're going to have a lot of list talk in this episode. Uh, first, we're going to take a look at the Sistaker Open, which was last weekend. Um, I think the last really big event before Worlds. Um, and actually one of the biggest events we've had in quite a while. Uh, let me just see. Um... Da, da, da. Here we go. Let me take this one. So, yeah. I mean, 105 players. I'm not sure when we last saw a tournament that big. Yeah. You're right. Uh, Exegol, but that was... Uh, and Kyber... Oh, Kyber Season 6. 240. But an Exegol, but that had like also 100 and 108. But they were both virtual. So is it actually the biggest in-person ter tournament event for a long time? Yep. Let's see. Adepticon last year had 187. Okay. I mean, still, uh, over 100 is a lot these days. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, when I go further back in time, we just get into, like, the big gold squadron events that were all over 100, more or less. Yeah, okay, and then we are back to Sith Takers last year. Well... No, that was Sistega's Cup. That was also virtual. Yeah, okay. So, uh, the largest event since Adapticon last year. So, we will talk about that. Uh, and then, we will sort of go through uh, the factions and sort of try to get a, a taste of the meta. But sort of from a very sort of faction perspective. And look at, like, the last period ever since, you know... Um, uh, the last uh, things came out, like so Hotshot and Aces 2 and, and the two uh, narrative packs, uh, what has happened and what has performed well in different factions. So a little bit of a different take, but uh, let's see how that goes. But let's start with yeah. uh, with Sistakers. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, so I just need to share some screen edge here. Do you know how to do that in there. the computer? 
Yeah, I mean, I hope everything is great because uh, we, I've moved to a new computer. Yes. Boop, and it works. You booped so, it? I booped it. Oh, yeah, so it. it's actually a, a quite a funny story that tells a lot about me as a person, this new computer, because I bought it like last year in March. Okay. And then I immediately transferred a lot of data to it and installed half of it. And then I sort of put it off. And then right. the only thing this, it is a pretty much, it is a little bit of a monster computer. And I had like thought for years, like, oh, should I just spend a lot of money and get myself a good gaming PC? <laughs> so I, I finally did after much consideration. <laughs> and yeah. then I, I proceeded to for 11 months to just use it as a doorstop. Like literally, like a big thing that I could push in front of the door. So when I had the windows open and I got the draft through, the door wouldn't slam. Uh, <laughs> until two weeks you. ago or three weeks ago, where I actually set it up and did the final things. And it took most of a day. So, yeah, it was a little dumb. So did you just buy a pre-assembled thing or did you put it together yourself? No, I, bu I bought a pre-assembled thing. Uh um, I used to Off build the them rack. myself, and I probably still could, but honestly, cannot be bothered. Yeah, we're too old for that shit. Exactly. Okay. Right, cool. So, so we've got a screen share. Yeah, let's take a look at this. So if we, uh, when we look at this, we can see that you know Empire again, the most popular. But actually, down a little, with only just under 20% of the participants. Um, and First Order being the least played faction, which to me is like a massive surprise. Yeah. They've been doing really well. Because right. it's like... Empire first, Republic second. Okay, I can sort of understand that uh, leading up to Worlds, but but what is First Order doing all the way down there? I mean, they've done pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Um. So Empire having a low cut rate, uh, Separatists really going through the cut with five out of sixteen making it, which is like almost a third. That's big. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, Separatists is sort of overall performing best, but also with a huge variance, meaning that uh, yeah. that uh, I they've been <laughs> yeah. Uh, but actually, the resistance being the absolute best performer, like at second lowest, but also quite high in cut rate and and so on. But but otherwise, I think it's noteworthy that uh, that. The, the ship count is just like weird. I mean, Scum is at 3.5. That's not so weird. Uh, Rebels down to 4.1. That seems low. Um, and First Order and Empire being the highest ones. So First Order is like second highest ship count. Yeah, and uh, I think we will get into, you know, these, these First Order swarmy things later. Um, so... So about that, and again, if we look at, continue looking at like list sizes, then uh, like 41% uh, 
brought um, uh, four ships and 33% brought five ships. And again, the success, the really performant thing happened at six ship uh, with like almost half the cut being being from there, three out of eight. Wow. Uh, and the average performance being 66% at six ships. Okay, it's only seven lists, but that's still a, like a reasonable number to, to draw from. Yeah. Um, so they absolutely overperformed there. And then you go up to seven ships, and then it's zero in cut rate, an yeah. average performance of thirty-seven percent. Yeah. Which which also is interesting. I think um, we're beginning to see I six pop up a little harder uh, again. After I mean, we've always had a lot of I six, but more than half the lists have an i6 in them uh and it's been a while since we've been all the way up there um, right so yeah so only like there are only 10 lists that do not have an i5 or a 6 in them yeah And I guess it, it sort of makes sense because, I mean, there's a lot of factions that have like a really cheap filler that is high initiative, like of the most played factions. Like either you can yeah. find one of the ties for three points or Contrail in Republic or Malaris in FO. Um, and it doesn't even have to be a filler. I mean, you put Vader in four ties and you're, yeah. and you're already almost have a list. So that's a big part of it. It's actually kind of hard to to, to you know to dodge getting an i five or higher. Yeah, yeah. Vader makes up for like eleven percent of the lists. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, but uh, let's get into the top four. Uh, and at number four, we have a favorite taunt buddy. MCLIM, aka Liam Barker. Noise. Noise. Uh, flying a, a, a Django here with all the things. Uh, Sebastian Press. Blah, blah, blah. Don't gonna go through all the upgrades. Um, a flak a fuck prototype with the standard version from Seeds of Coruscant. Uh, yeah. and Dirge, um, which is really taken off uh, in the separatist lists. All right. Proton bomb, proton cannons, and then Volan Das, another tri fighter. So we are seeing two tri fighters in top four. All right. <laughs> I mean, what I'm is waiting that? Waiting for the punchline. No, I always thought they were really good. Yeah. So. So me I mean, I'm the same wavelength. Yeah. So I guess it's something completely different uh, in the other top four, right? Yeah. Don Flanagan. It's uh, with a completely, uh, you know, off the cuff, uh, the other end of the spectrum list, featuring Jeff. 
and oh well, Grievous, Dirge, and DPS 404, and then makes 20. Yeah. So, I mean, he remained true to the notice that, that Liam did not have Grievous. Like, this is a functional, successful separatist list without Grievous. It, it's, yeah, it doesn't happen that. all the time. Uh, yeah, like uh, never. Historically. Historically. But uh, luckily, both these separatists uh, uh, lost out. And uh, the runner up here is Tom Reed. Yeah, who's that guy? Who is that guy? Flying scum. So, Boba uh-huh. with Soga, Contraband, Fearless, Jamming Bean, Proton Bombs, Tidal, Tail Gunner, Kanan with Maul. Completely different faction, but somehow it just sounds the same, right? Yeah, a little bit. That's, that's like a fire spray. Okay. <laughs> that's fire sprays and everything. Okay. Uh, and he has uh, Kanan with Maul. So now we know it's Boba Maul plus one. So what's the plus one? Well, it is Rook Cast. With Contraband, mm-hmm. Dropseat Bay, Notorious, Swivelwing, The Child, The Mandalorian. I said it when Rook came out. It is a really, really solid ship, and I think it is it is the best plus one for that list. Yeah. I mean, second place backs up your story, sure. Yeah, it absolutely does. And I mean, Tom Reed has not been playing that much um, lately. Yeah. Just like... Hello? Hello? Free no resource. Oh, it's the Gisli. Who's that? I'm a god. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, what are we talking about? Sorry, I'm late. Oh, we didn't expect you to You're come. Kind of forgiven. <laughs> I was going to come. It was just family stuff I had to take care of. No, it's great. Uh, we are just uh, about to, uh, to, to talk about the winner of the Sith Takers. Oh, have you mentioned who it is? Not yet. Yeah. I mean, the stream viewers can use their eyes and see because it's on screen, yeah. but um, there's not a lot of those, so it's not no. an issue. I mean, uh, who, who knew a good player would still be good, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. in first place, we, we have Fan uh, Lang Lan. Yeah, I heard about that guy. Um, yeah, he's actually been on the show. Yes. Um, oh yeah, in the you met him on the plane recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as two point oh drive. Um. So and he had Anakin. Uh, yeah, and Anakin in the Delta Seven B. Obi Wan in the Delta Seven either Sprite. Uh, Contrail in the Weaving and Hawk in the Gunship, the Lab. Yeah, and I think the most noticeable thing about Fan's build here is that Anakin has a shield upgrade, Obi-Wan has a shield upgrade, and even Contrail has a shield upgrade. Going for that yeah. shield upgrade, he could have taken a bomb instead. Yeah, um, I mean, eight, eight points. 
but he no. Spent, he spent, spent 24 points on three extra shields. Yeah. But on all three of those ship, it also moves the half point threshold for chance. Yeah. And just make I it that that's... little bit more yeah. likely that he'll survive. Sure. Yeah. Um, interesting. I mean, we just went through our, uh, you know, all the numbers. And six and seven ships are where it's at. No, uh, five and six are ships are where it's at, right? Well, six and then five and four are doing okay. Here yeah. We got guys flying. Okay, Fan at four. Tom at three. three. Dom at four. Liam at four. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? So, I figured to again be a little bit talk a little bit more like these, these are just spread across three factions so what were the other factions doing uh, so if we look at uh, best empire um, which is the one that got closest to them we have uh, third in Swiss top eight we have yeah. Danny the Sicilian uh, flying Darth Vader in the X1 in like a, the, the seven point version with Mac Pulse and Patent Analyzers, uh, a cluster missile Muff Gideon, and an Iron Cannon Iden, uh Gideon Hask in the TIE Fighter with clusters. So two sets of clusters <laughs> on three point ships. That is hilarious. Yeah. And two Academy pilots, two Carls. Oh, okay. Okay, so which one of them lives? I mean, the real Carl. Yeah. Not the pretender. Not the decoy. Yeah, exactly. The fodder. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's... I think it, it, we don't see uh, X1 Vader, like the non-standard version, that more that much anymore. Yeah, maybe it's the just other one is fits. cheap and you basically get what you need with him yeah but i mean the pattern analyzer vader is sort of like a different vader but yeah i mean the other one is arguably even better right because you get hate mm -hmm. you get an extra shield mm -hmm. eh, i guess you could almost build that but but here this is more of a sort of careful vader i guess very cool uh, and before we leave Empire, I think we have to talk about Ollie, who also finished top eight. Oh. Uh, and he brought the boy Vader, but listen to what he brought next to it. Suntir fell. Suntir freaking fell with crack, predator, and shield upgrade. And then Major Ramil, not a Reaper we've seen a lot, with Captain Hark, Iron Limiter Override, Seven Sister, and Targeting Computer. And then that nice little Moff Gideon. The cloaking device, elusive, and overtuned modulators. This is so much stuff. Yeah. This is such, a, such an holy list. Yeah, and Ollie this... flew this to uh, fourth and Swiss. And he went four wins and a tie. Nice. And he probably tied Danny that we just talked about. So, but I mean, Suncia fell and made her a meal. Okay. 
And again, another four-point shift. So it's it's sort of like that maybe you cannot always rely on statistics <laughs> because they sort of give you the average. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So, uh, Geesley, do you want to tell us about the best First Order player? Oh, I have no idea. I don't have the... Okay, but Ed, do you want to tell us about <laughs> the best First Order player? Uh, Ed? I'm opening everything up because I'm, I still have a, like, an old Steam engine of a computer. Oh, yeah, that takes a while. I just opened up Discord and... and... <laughs> okay, I'm opening fine. everything up. I'll, I'll read it. You can grab the next one. Yeah. So um, here we have Kester Smith, uh, also top eight, finished sixth in Swiss, uh, 4-0. Uh, flying Kylo in the Whisper with the things he gets. All the things he gets. He gets a lot of things. Patent analyzer even. Wow. Uh, Wrath. Which is also in the Whisper, also Patent Analyzer, and Scorch. Wait, is something wrong here? Oh, some, there's, there's something missing. And Commander Malarus, but it's still only 17 points, so that's missing a ship. Let's assume it's DT-798. Uh, I think that is a pretty good bet. I don't think he flew in there with a like three-point deficit and just figured I'll only bring four ships. Oh, wait, do you guys hear me or? I hear you. When, yeah. I... when I'm breathing? No. Yeah. We hear you talking. No, yeah. I can hear you breathing and munching and stuff like that. I'm uh, not munching. That was uh, munching you were before. Just a minute before. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was munching before. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Geesley, do you have your things open now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you do res best resistance then. Oh yes, we have our good buddy Funwalk flying Potameron and the YT-1300 with Composure, Engine Upgrade, False Transponder Codes, uh, Novice Technician, Ray, uh, the title and Trickshot. Wow, that's a thick Falcon, okay. Yeah. And, it's, and a lot, it's got a lot of value uh, for seven points. Yeah, exactly. And we have Kaz. Should we talk? Oh, well, well, he has the title. Notorious Overtune Model Editors R1J5 and Targeting Computer. Lulo with Heroic Predator and Shield Upgrade. Finn with Elusive Heroic and Perceptive Co-Pilot. And BB-8 with Automated Target Priority and Han Solo. 20 points. That's a lot of list. Yeah. And I think this is a very popular resistance build. Actually, mm -hmm. some I've seen it flown with uh, the Flyboy Poe instead of the Falcon. Yeah. Um, but you get like BB-8 for two points. Han Solo crew, great value. Finn, great value. Lulu for four points. Thank you very much. And then Cass. Yeah. Again, four points. That's not a lot of. That's not a lot of points to be have had here. Um, I mean, even even Falcon Poe with that ray gunner just hits like a yeah. massive truck. 
Yeah. I mean, I've been flying uh, resistance list in 2.5 now. So that's my go-to build now. Well, it's the only build I have in my pack. But still, I like. I kind of like it. Oh, those five that we just talked no, about? No, 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 but I have ish. Well, it, it is a five ship resistance. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. It's in Yenam, like heroic pattern analyzer and R4 and, and foils. It's LO with foils, elusive, heroic, and BP8. But BP8 LO is, is, is ridiculous. Lulo with heroic, lone wolf, and advanced optics. And then I have just a basic fin with uh, perceptive co pilot, elusive, heroic. And then I have Yarek, a three point uh, yeah. fireball. With uh, the title R4, Advanced Lamb, Elusive, and Heroic. Uh, I like it. Yeah, so you have all, also like four I5s and Finn? Four, yeah, four I5s and Finn. Pretty strong. <laughs> wow. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, do you, do you that was do... a detour. That was a detour. <laughs> It, it it's only suitable you do the best rebel. Sure. Best rebel. That is that even a thing? I mean, right. if there's more than one rebel, then one of them is best. Yeah, that's true. All right, we got Chris Bobby. Sixteen in Swiss, up sixteen, and he's got Ezra. Uh, gaunted fighter. Okay, interesting. Um, compassion, hopeful, small chopper crew, veteran tail gunner, knight brother, and swiveling. Yeah, okay. And then his flotilla of uh, ships or Arvold in A wing, and then two U wings in Magva and Sagrer. And we got the child and Leia on Magua. And then we got Kanan and Jinerso on Saw. Yeah. That's pretty solid. That's a lot of real estate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a large base, two small bases, and then, you know, Arvel as your sort of objective runner who can, with Crack and Predator, can actually also push damage. Two medium bases, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two medium and a large, yeah. And Leia probably works well with Night Brother and lovely. Yeah, Leia always works. Yeah, so Night Brother says that if you reveal a non-blue maneuver while you're stressed, you can get a focus or an evade token. So Ezra can stop, um, get a stress, and then next turn you can layer that, and he can stop again. It is a wide stop, so he gets a focus or an evade, and he still has his force from both himself and Maul. Gives you a bit of a flexibility when you want to use Leia. Yeah. And Magma is a good child carrier because she limits the, the disadvantages of the child quite well. Yeah, that's true. 
Oh, to make it even better, Ezra can actually, when you use Leia to make the stop white, then he can use Kanan over on Saw to yeah, make that's right. to make it blue, so you reveal a white, but you execute it as a blue, then you still remove the stress, but you are, or, or then you get both focus and evade, or focus yeah. and target lock. Um, not bad. Um, only four ships, though. So, hence the 16th place, right? Yeah, but I mean, still 16th place is respectable in a tournament that size. Mm. I mean, it's a rebel. It made cut. Uh, that is incredible. And the only one that did. Yeah. So, and I mean, rebels' average performance in this tournament was 30.3%. And there were 16 of them. 16 of what? Rebels. And they averaged yeah, yeah. 30% performance. Yeah, that's atrocious. That's, that's horrible. Um. Oh no, don't tell Rune. <laughs> Is he taking the four Ewings? Don't look at the bottom, the second to last player. <laughs> well, now I will. I wasn't good. <laughs> no, but well, anyway, I mean, I don't, I'm not afraid. Rune is a fantastic Ewing player. And I think yeah. that that is what make or break that list. It's super hard to fly, but I I, yeah, I yeah, do yeah. believe in it. And I think, I think it was it Andrew Oler who showed us that it can really work. So, yeah, so I mean, that's great. Better to know your list than yeah. and take that instead of taking the best list and not know it at all. Okay. Mm. So, uh, the sort of main segment here is, as I said before, I've sort of compiled the top lists in each faction. So, not so much focus on like statistics and average performance, but just sort of like, if we look back at the meta we are in, so ever since we last time got points changes and releases, then who and with what have actually made the best performances for each faction. So I've only took, taken in like larger tournaments, so it's actually not that many specific tournaments because you sort of need to have, you know, some kind of, um, yeah, a good idea about what it is. So it's Sith Takers, it is the Hexide Gaming All-Stars, it is PAX Unplugged, it is the Poland Open, and then I've sort of manually added uh, LVO because the data online for LVO in List Fortress is just horrible uh, because they've been transferred not only incompletely but also wrongly. So that was a little bit annoying. But uh, And that's actually why I only intend to have three for each faction, but sometimes there's four because I've added one for LVO. Um, that's good. So... Uh, you will find in the show notes that there are all the things. I don't think we need to talk about every upgrade unless there's something that pops out and is weird. Uh, but maybe it, do you wanna do you wanna take us through rebels? Absolutely. So um, we've got sixteen Swiss in Dreadchamp. And top four at Hexiled All Stars. 
Yeah, okay. so this is our best rebel list. Yeah. And that's uh, Hera and Ye, Garvin, Battle of Yavin, Fenron and Sigurdit, Pitch Wander, and Aaron Kraken. Yeah. And list with a little bit of everything. Oh, I, I, you mumbled, or your mic gave out, or something. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we've got a little bit of everything. Agus Kittles in that list. Yeah. I mean, it's something. This is very, very rebelly. Yeah, but I mean, it's not. Still not. I mean, as the best rebel list, I think. I mean, it's not a. It's not a traditional alpha strike list. There's no wedge. There's no, no Luke. Um, like the most recognizable component is probably you know Fenran, the Cetapede, and Aaron. So it's basically in the epitome of uh, Rebel Salad. That is actually quite true. There's like five ships and there are five different models. Yeah. That's a good salad there. Yeah. Okay. So, and then we have Chris Bobby. Um, uh, 16th in Swiss and top 16 is Tegerobin. Um, wait, we yeah, that's the one we that. just talked about with Ezra yeah, and the Gauntlet. Ezra, Saw, Magma, and Arwul and Naomi. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, let's not dwell on that. And then we have uh, Upkaz, Kazaz, ninth in Swiss, top 16 in Poland, open. Okay, now we got a household name in Wedge. Uh, and we have Garvin Drees and Dutch, and then Arvel in the evening and Aaron in the Z. Five ships. Yeah. yeah, and a little bit more. Yeah. Like here we get a, 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 a real I 6 wedge with proton torpedoes, and Dutch has yeah. plasmas. But all of a sudden, Aaron doesn't have plasmas, he just has a snapshot. Yeah, and Garvin has advanced proton torpedoes. It's a little bit of mix and match, but you yeah. Know, it's kind of salady as well. Yeah, and but still balanced in a way, right? Like mm, it's yeah. not like full alpha. Oh no. Mm. Yeah. So we have that Garvin as the common denom denominators, and uh, of course Aaron is there as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, Narval is in the two of them, so yeah, that's true. I think, I mean, sort of four point Dutch, four point Garvin, three point Aaron, three point Arval. It is yeah. sort of about getting value out for the sort of more budgety pieces instead of going for the expensive Luke and Wedges, yeah. Um, and then there's Chris Bobby that we just talked about, which is like a completely different approach, uh. But yeah, still, I think Ezra, especially when you can, when you can get a Leia in the list, and maybe the Jin as well. And uh, once you start, if you start eating that Ezra in the Ezra Soul Magna Arval list, if you start yeah. eating it, then as soon as you get into Hull, which you get quite early on a Gauntlet, then Ezra just gets it's a reroll if Saw is around. I mean, it's not gonna make anybody happy. 
especially yeah. if he gets a shot both out the front and the rear with a reroll and force and probably an evade token. And... Ah. Yeah, and, the, and those uh, gauntlets are chunky. They're super chunky. And, and the U-Wings are surprisingly chunky as well. I mean, 8 health oh, and 2 agility is yeah. nothing to scoff at. So that's that's rebels. That's rebels. Um, no stabby tonight, so we'll no stabby. So I don't know. Do you want to take Empire Gisley? Did he ninja AFK? He AFK. Okay. So in Empire. Uh, we have sort of very varied lists. Uh, there are a few copies that are the same. It's actually sort of the same with Rebels. Uh, that when I sort of just group by identical pilot combinations, there's not a lot. And I think I think that is interesting because I sort of figured that, or at least we, we talked about like early in 2.5, that this sort of big block mentality where you only have sort of 20 points and oh, there's probably only this many ways to build this, but it, it actually turns out that a lot of people, also the ones that do well, sort of have one piece that they that they change out instead of, yeah, instead of like what I think we used to see, where um, maybe it's because squad building is more accessible this way. I mean, they might put the same upgrades on a lot of the ships and sort of use cookie cutter pilots, but they combine the pilots more than we used to do. It's more of a feeling. I would actually like to see if I can sort of show that in data somehow. But um, but it's what I saw for a lot of the factions. There's not like one list that is just dominant if you define lists as this group of pilots. <laughs> what are we, la so what are, what are we laughing was about? Muted. Oh, he still was muted. muted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, on Empire, then the best Empire performance in this. I'm here. You're here. Empire, <laughs> go, Geasley. Skip the upgrades. Uh, wait. Uh, oh, 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 Jesus. You don't ask for Empire. So, <laughs> so Empire. What am I? What am I doing here? You. Uh... <laughs> My daughter came to me. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> we sort of. We're just going through the like the like the top list that has been in this sort of meta period. Um, oh. And uh, the best one is on top, and then they get progressively worse. But they are not really ever getting real worse because this is the best four Empire players in this meta. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, top four. We have uh, our listener here, Phil Cross, with uh, Vader. In a defender with heavy laser cannon, Duke and Malice. Uh, this year in the Reaper with Palpatine, Aiden Verso with Elusive and Iron Cannon and two Black Squadron Aces. Yeah, and he yeah. he won packs and got fourth in Swiss. Yeah, quite nice. Yeah, we talked about that before, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. But I like, think we've been through. Uh, we went through packs, I think. Yeah, we. I think we've been through all these, actually. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then we have Patrick Hansen. Uh, he was first in Swiss and top two. 
Yeah, don't need to do at, the, all the upgrades. Just oh, okay. At LVO, okay. He was flying Vader. It's Defender. It's the Defender, Vader. Defender Vader, yeah. Second sister, Captain Farrow, and Academy pilot. Ooh, yeah. Four ships. Yeah, uh, that was extremely impressive. Uh, I think we talked about it last time, Aid. Uh, yeah. With like that second sister and, and, and Defender Vader. Being like, wow. Garbled. Yeah. Oh. It, it must be a Discord go. problem, I think. I don't know. Uh, okay. <clears throat> then we have Blase Mistel, who went third in Swiss and top two in the Poland Open. Flying Rack. Uh, Vizier. Again, we see Vizier here. Captain Ferov and Countdown. So two Reapers. Yeah, and a Desi. Can you imagine trying to get points out of that list? Yeah, plus countdown. I mean, yeah. you need four shots. Usually at countdown. So that's something. But no Vader. Well, that was Vader crew <laughs> on the on rack. But true, true. Yeah. That's just to give just yeah. That's just to give rack uh, uh, force. So he has three forces in his list. Yeah, auto split, auto split tokens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. is a good card. Yeah, it is. It is. So then we have Jeremy Chambly, uh, first in Swiss and top four at PAX, and fourth in Swiss and top four at LVO, playing Boy Vader, flight leader Upel. 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 The backstepper, uh, Moller Mythel, the boy, both backstepper and Moller Mythel boy, boy versions. And Black Squadron Ace. Yeah. That's another nasty list. We've seen a few more do well with that. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. even Chris Allen made cut with that thing. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that must be good. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I mean, PAX was quite early in the meta. LVO is, is rather recent, and it's just that same thing, just pulling through. Um, and Ubel double tapping and having Tiber Saxon, and it's just nasty. But yeah, yeah, it seems to sort of be focused around Vader. Uh, I think. Maybe Defender Vader is losing a little bit of popularity, and now most people are flying the Boy Vader. Because, yeah. because he's very cheap. He's very, very cheap. And I mean, if, if he doesn't die, then he does almost as much damage as Defender Vader. Um, yeah. And he's really hard to kill with six health and hate, mm -hmm. as it turns out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Imagine that. And there's so many good pieces. I mean, we are mm -hmm. we are at a point now where people are choosing not to bring Aiden because Moff Gideon is better. Mm -hmm. And then some people are saying, why not both? Uh, the cheap Reapers, uh, the very strong Vader, of course, uh, and, and a plethora of TIE Fighter options. So, yeah. Okay, and then we... Uh, if we go into scum, that's going to be much, much easier. Um, 
in Scum we actually do see <coughs> like lists that are popular that we can sort of see there are some numbers on like Boba, Kanan, Rook that I talked about before averaging 72.5% there's six of them in the last tournaments and then there are some variants with Iman 68% free of those and Koshka 48% and free of those so Rook is the best plus one um and here we have like Tom Reed, 15 in Swiss, top two Sith takers. We just saw that with Boba Rook Kanan. We have Oliver Mwok Moskowski, who went eighth in Swiss, top four Poland Open with Boba Rook Kanan. And I mean, these are pretty much cookie cutter build. I don't think there's mm. any real difference between them. Um, and then we have Asagal, third in Swiss, top eight at Hexiled All-Stars, who also brought Boba, but did not bring Kanan. So he instead brought Q9 and Manaru. And I flew, I've flown against this Boba Q9 Manaru list, and it, it puts out more damage than the other one, but it doesn't have okay. quite as much survivability. Hmm. Uh, so, I mean, Boba is where it's at. Uh, I mean, usually Kanan is right there. For Scum, we could certainly want more variety uh, in in the sort of effective list category. Um, and, and we've seen, like, I mean, two weeks ago, a lot of our fellow podcasters around in, in the X-Wing community were sort of talking down the Boba Kanan plus one. I was just like, nah, uh, just don't go for Kanan, go for the plus one, and and then go for Kanan and I mean I think Tom Reed made a point on how good this list is at, at Sith Takers um, so yeah 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 do, do you want to do uh, resistance uh, aid yeah because my main gal is up there Flown by a Philip Schmidt, seventeen Swiss, top two attacks. Um, Ray uh, in the Falcon. Um, it's got the thin rows. Oh, idle novice. Okay, it's that build. <clears throat> and then we have Flyboat Paul, Robbie Tice, and BB-8. Carrying Chewbacca around, apparently. Yeah. So, four ship Rebelist with the Falcon in it. And Poe Dameron, I guess. Yeah, that should. Yeah, that two, two premiums and two, two cheaps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, then I have Paul Braggins, sixth in Swiss and top eight at Pax. And then that's a list of Business Alley with Mia Nung, uh, Snap Wexley, um, Dave Versio, Jack Yeager, and Merle Cobbin. Mm. Sure. But I, like I don't like, I, like I, I don't like the Fireballs though, even though I play Yarek, but I only play him because he's an I-5 and yeah, three I mean, points. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should experiment with popping Merle in there. 
Uh, no. No, okay. <laughs> right. So, uh, uh, Matt Farr slides in uh, in the third spot. Uh, fourth in, 14th in Swiss. Top 16. <clears throat> Take her open. Uh, and we got another Ray built. Uh, slightly different, but similar. Uh, Zay Vershiel, Tali, Katsure Zono, and that's four ships. Yeah. Actually, we, we actually I've clearly made a mistake because if he's here, then there is Funvok. It's slightly better in Swiss. We talked about him earlier, so yeah, it's actually sort of his spot, but. Oops. Yeah, another Ray. Um, Cass again. Yeah. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised that we opt opting for Tally instead of Ludo. Two of those lists list have uh, fireballs in it, just saying. Yeah. I'm surprised that he went for Tally instead of Lulu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Lulu and that Say who has M9G8 is a wonder combo. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of variants in these persistence lists. Uh, the only real list that has sort of settled is BB8, Finn, Cass, Lulu, and Poe in the Falcon. We have three of those averaging 71% performance. So. Which I guess was was uh, that was what Funwalk was flying as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, anyways, anyways, guys, I I am gonna have to leave you again. Okay. So it was just oh, a short while. Super yeah, nice yeah. to have you in. Uh, 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 I'll stay longer next time. Hopefully. Ooh. Yeah. Remember to, remember <laughs> to do your Thule segment uh, prep. Yes. So we can get that off next oh. time. I'll try to remember. Damn it. Because now Ed has actually done his, and I'm very impressed. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's just, great. Just ping me beforehand. Yeah, I will, I will try I to ping. warn you more than uh, two hours in advance <laughs> next time. <laughs> okay. Good. Thank All you, right. bye. Bye, my friend. Bye. Okay, so in the first order, it is a little surprised that the best first order player here is... Crispy. Christopher Patrick, first in Swiss, top one, Hexiled All-Stars. Yeah. Um, so here we have Wrath, which is a Whisper, good old Midnight, Gideon Hask in the Psy Shuttle, and Whirlwind, and Commander Malarus. So I think we talked about this list when we went through Hexile a couple of podcasts back, but there's like free set of cluster missiles in here. Yeah. Um, and uh, that is uh, that's really rough. A lot that's, of upfront damage. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of inexpensive, strong pieces. Yeah. Which is what FO do, right? Yeah. Um, and then we have a fish is born second in Swiss, top two at Hexiled All Stars. So same tournament, just number two, where Crispy was number one. So yeah. he, he had uh, kind of went in the Risper, Backdraft, Phasma, Scorch, and Malarus. 
then we have Marius Krakowski. Nailed it. Nailed it. Spot on. Perfect pronunciation. Fourth yeah. in Swiss, top four in Poland Open. Uh, Kylo in the silencer. Love that. Hate proton torpedoes. Lovely. Ember. Not ship you see a, see a lot, but it's only four points. With patent analyzer and proud tradition, you can do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Matters in the FO. Long shot. Um. I, I I'm assuming that the, the um, that even though it ha- it was legal this time the the pack with the hotshot naces have not reached Poland because otherwise I think longshot would have been DT uh, and scorch mm. and then finally we have what we can say sort of modern FO and recent Mitch Hurst 16th in Swiss top four at LVO um, Malaris Gaelic, another one of the new ones. Scorch, DT79A, Static, and then Recoil in the Silencer. Um, so this is That's six nice. ships, four yeah. five-pointers, and no, four three-pointers and a five-pointer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so yeah. it's, and I, and I think, I mean, six ships FO is just where it's at. Uh, and whether you do like five three-pointers and a Five pointer, or you do um, four three pointers and then two four pointers. That is sort of you know up to you. There are good options either way. Uh, obviously, you start with Malaris in, in the FO. Most have Scorch and DT seven nine eight now. Um, there's a couple of the other whispers, especially if you go the four point block route. But there's just so much depth in FO. Um, and I mean, uh, you can see Mitch here. He has like shield upgrade on both Scorch and DT. So now they're like five hull throwing free red dice. Um, yeah. And another one have an iron cannon. So it's also throwing free dice. And one is a silence. So it's also throwing free dice. Um, Malarus is like cluster missiles throwing two, time, two times free dice. And then you have Gaelic, who can sort of track to everything before everything else shoots, so it also has reduced agility. <laughs> I think the tyranny that of free is... agility has returned. Yeah. Um, I, I see a recurrent theme. We uh, talk about the, there's a lot of really strong pieces. But we're talking just about cheap pieces Yeah. that are good. Cheap pieces that are good, and then you can slap shield upgrade on, and actually in in several factions, but probably more than any other in first order, but wherever you can, like cluster missiles have also turned really, really good. You you rarely saw them in Um, 2.0, because I think you had more, um, what shall we say, you had more positional agency in 2.0. Yeah. Because the objectives didn't force you to be somewhere, so you could just choose not to be hit by a cluster missiles. Not not in every yeah. list, uh, but but in a lot of lists, it was hard to get these cluster missiles off, um, and you expose yourself a lot when you want to shoot them. And then all these like, oh, I don't really have any upgrades I want. I'll just pop on a shield upgrade. And if you already have free agility, then that's a really good buy. 
So I'm beginning to think that, you know, remember the big huff puff we had, like, oh, why did they ban hull upgrade? I mean, I think maybe the question was, shouldn't they also have banned shield upgrade? I think so. I mean, everybody's playing them at, at, at eight loadout points. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like, it's because loadout points are, you know, on some ships, they're worth a lot, on others, they're not. And all the ones they are not, then a shield, especially if you already have free agility, is insanely valuable. Yeah, it is. Um, so I so mean, that's sort of my thinking, I think. Same price for a one agility and a three agility ship? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, at least they simp uh, there's also value in simplifying the things. Uh, but yeah, but you see them, you see them all over FO. You see them all over uh, Republic. Um, Empire. Is that a lot of shield upgrades in Empire? Didn't we talk about the Empire with all the shields? Oh, maybe I'm just uh, no connections. Yeah, I mean, I think it was only, let's see, it was only the second sister that had a shield upgrade, and that sort of makes sense. Uh, but it is these sort of free agility fragile ships that really make a lot. Like, like you know, an, an FO, it gets 25% more uh, health by spending its points on, on a shield upgrade. And... And it moves one damage up in the half points where, where that is relevant. Yeah. Okay. I will just uh, I will just continue with Republic <laughs> since yeah. since that's what I'm playing, and also because it's really really fast. So uh, Republic has sort of like Scum uh, has settled. I think there's a lot of lists, but there are like a clear most flown list, which is like. The 7B Anakin, Contrail, Hawk, OBCLC. What we just saw Fan win Sith Takers with. And that list averages 83.7% over six oh, samples. Oh, and I mean, we and are looking at. Yeah, we are only looking at big tournaments here. I think it will probably yeah. drop for higher counts, but. Meh. Um, and the crazy thing about this is that, like, the first list we have is Fan Langeland, second in Swiss, top one in Poland, with that. Um, and the next one is Fan Langeland, 12th in Swiss, top one at Sistakers Open. And actually, the third should have been, but I couldn't find the data, uh, Fan winning the, the Dutch qualifier with this list as well. So Fan Langeland is the top three of Republic, <laughs> which is amusing. But uh, just to get a slightly different perspective, we also have a guy called Jonas who flew in Sith Takers Open, got seventh in Swiss, top eight. And to everybody's extreme surprise, he flew Anakin Skywalker, Hawk, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Contrail. Imagine that. Imagine that. And again, here you can see both of them, both Fan and, and so on, had... Uh, the shield upgrades on Anakin and Obi. Jonas did not choose to go for shield upgrade in Contrail and would rather have delayed fuses proton bombs. Um, which... Oh, wait. 
Yeah, and which Fan also had in Poland, but he Fan then switched in Holland, I think. But Fan then switched uh, those two upgrades out for a shield upgrade in uh, in Sistakers. So, I mean, the top of Republic is just tediously identical, right? But it is a yeah. little bit interesting because what we see in the ones we talked about here is all what we call, what I would say is offensive Republic lists. You have the lot for the rerolls, and you have Anakin and Obi running in, punching face. Uh, and uh, don't underestimate what Contrail can do with a crack shot and, uh, and a crit droid. Um, or with his bombs, for that matter. Um, yeah. But what we see from the US, and what we would have seen if this list had been just a little longer, is that there are actually other Republic types that are doing well. They're just not winning tournaments, which is basically what you need to to do to get on this list uh, when we captured at free. Um, yeah. But but the US uh, thing now, and, and you can hear more about this in, um, I think it's the latest Fly Better, where they have uh, uh, Tyler Tippett uh, and another guy on to talk about uh, Republic list building uh, or the state of sort of Republic list building for worlds. And they talk a lot about sort of the full-on token stacking free agility where you do all the jank with born for this maybe even dedicated and you just get a lot of focus and evade tokens in and if any of the then your heavy hitters which is still your anakin 7b if they need them then yeah then they can just throw them over and nothing really dies ever <laughs> and it's so hard to score points on them and and it's four or five ships, but you still have like Anakin 7B and Contrail being sort of the core. And then you might have Click, you might have the new Edda 4. Uh, Edda 2 Obi-Wan. Uh, you could have Kickback uh, and stuff like that. Uh, and you just lean into the defense and don't lose points. It's very. It's very 2.0 in like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not taking damage, not because I'm arc dodging, but because I'm not taking damage. It's <laughs> not boring. quite, not yeah, not quite, but sort of, you know, uh, do you, you remember 1.0 soon here? With auto thrusters oh, yeah. and palp backup? I was just yeah, like, oh, I rolled three oh, blanks. Yeah, oh, backup. thank God, yeah. I still get, like, I still, I'm still getting to free rates. <laughs> More or less, sure. right? It's. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I mean, if, if you were at range three and uh, you had auto thrusters, pulp backup, and an evade token, you still got three evades. Yeah. And you have four green dice. Um, and if yeah. you rolled anything, you probably had four. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Which you would only need if somebody shot like missiles at you. <laughs> which meant you let them have a target lock, which they shouldn't have. Okay. Yeah, which just means you're bad. But I think that I think Republic has shown on many occasions that they have what it takes to win. I think Empire has as well, and First Order has, though First Order has not shown so lately, really. I mean, they did get, they, get, they did get Mitchell Hurst top top four, top three, or whatever he got in uh, in LVO, but in Europe it is they have been sort of quiet. So, 
Yeah. Do you want to finish off, off with uh, the Separatists? Let's. <clears throat> so, you mentioned lots of variants. Um... Yeah. Yeah, so again, the Separatists, like most of the others, there's like just a lot of lists where people have combined them and that cat the combination I mean, of pilots has been seen once in the last few months in the big tournaments so all right it's not a lot of total net listing okay so uh we got james stumbo six and fits top one lbo winner winner chicken dinner um flying dirge uh three bombardment drones and count doku yeah that's also a lot of lists. Yeah, I think we talked about this, but there's Count Dugo who just cloaks. And if you then decide not to try to shoot him, he throws proton torpedoes in your face. And meanwhile, you yeah. have free bombardment drones running around, dropping prox mines in front of them. Yeah, I mean, a cloaked Doku is still a large space ship that can uh, take objectives. Yeah. Silly. Silly. All right. And then we got LIM, uh, Aiden Switz, top force at Tegroben with the Django Flak Ocelot uh, prototype, uh, Dirge and Volandas. Uh, yeah. Did I pronounce that right, uh, correctly? Oh, you did. You did. And then Don Flanagan. Uh, first and Swiss, top force to take her open with Django Fed, General Grievous, Dirt, DPS 404. We already talked about these guys. Yeah, and I think it is interesting that the whole top three of Separatist Alliance has come in the last two tournaments. So yeah. in the last two tournaments, we've had one that was won by Separatists and another one where both top fours were separatists. Yeah. I mean, if that's not a good way of going into worlds, then I don't know what is. Uh, yeah. The only common denominator here is Dirge. Yeah. So, MVP, yo. Yeah. And I mean, it's a four-point ship that is super hard to kill, and Oh, it can also cloak, by the way, can it? I think it can cloak. Doesn't Xanadu blood give it cloak? Oh, Jesus. Probably. I mean, who knows? Um, um, I mean, I'll know in a second. Me too. Where's this rogue dirt? Adds cloak. Adds cloak, crew, and bomb slot. Uh, All the good stuff. Yeah. And All that's the good stuff. And I, and I think it's it might actually be one of the reasons for uh, let me see like we see Separatist Dirge a lot that's the one that when it dies it shuffles its cards uh, it removes all the, the 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 ship crits or whatever it is and, and the no not no yeah. all, the, all the pilot crits and the double damage crits is that how it works yeah, right. and pilot traits um, and then yeah. we have the other dirge, which is the scum one, which we don't really see. Uh, but it cannot equip the title. 
Oh, that's the one that has the weird ability when while you defend after the neutralized result step, if there are more active hit crit results than your active shields, you may chain one hit to a crit and cancel one hit. So you can sort of soak some damage if you are taking crits under the shield or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's just a less attractive ability, but I mean, it's the same cost, but you don't get the cloak. And I think at least some of these, and especially, of course, the uh, the James Stombo one there with the bombardment drones is like, no, you don't get to kill me. I don't want to die. I'm just going to, yeah. you know, I'm just going to get some damage, do some objectives. And yeah, we're never really going to be able to chew on me, which is sort of like the same strategy that the Republic use, I guess. Um, How is this title zero points? No, but all titles are zero points. Yeah, I know, but you're adding a cloak action and two slots, two of the more powerful slots in the game. Yeah, uh, I mean, but but on the same effect, like how's the Falcon title for Ray zero points or? Yeah, true. Uh, I mean... Oh no, no, I know, I know what we, what I'm gonna say. Uh, how is um, punishing one zero points? <laughs> I mean, you just get an extra red die. It's fine, I yeah, promise. Uh, I'm assuming that this title has been sort of baked into the cost of the pilots that can take it, right? It's. Uh, is it though? I mean, just take a look at Dirge. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Enough of that. Enough of that. Um. Okay, and now I just promise. Uh, that we would wait with the segment challenge to lot next time. So that's actually yeah. sort of all I have. Ah, that's plenty. It's plenty. We are all we are, we are not even reached that one and a half hour mark yet. Why? We're getting efficient. I, as well. Yeah, I was afraid this would take forever, but we were we were pretty good at. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually kind of psyched. I feel like a game of X-Wing. Yeah, that would be great. If that, uh, if I didn't have work tomorrow, be... we could play one. <laughs> yeah, but that might be a glass of whiskey and glass of beer talking. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, we should uh, plan for you drinking that then at some point where we have time to actually follow it up with an X-Wing game because I would love it. And then, hell yeah. no, I need the practice. Uh, and, uh, I mean, worst case, you beat me and I learned something, or uh, I absolutely wallop yeah, you, you because you, were... you haven't played for so long, and, and then I go. just get confidence. Oh, yeah. It's a win-win, That's... right? It's a win-win, yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know if I need confidence. I'm not, <laughs> I don't think I ever need confidence in my life. I have too much of that already. Um, but yeah so i mean so it let's uh let's let's pretend like let's pretend that you had all the ships in the world and that you were not a dirty rebel but you were an objective person looking at all the lists that you just saw what would you bring if you were going to worlds in three weeks Oh, wow. Big question. Out of the blue. Thank you very much. 
Uh, I just, when I was reading uh, all this list, I just kind of fell in love with it on the spot. <laughs> so, so, so your answer is none of these things that are clearly good and are proven good, yeah. but instead Ollie's list because it's Ollie. Yeah, no, that's, that's a Empire salad. Caesar salad. Uh, no, it's two aces with escort. A lot of escort. No, I mean, um, of these top list. Okay, just give me a little bit of... Uh, no, I'm like that. Uh, maybe. Oh, that's a lot. I like uh, Liam's list. You like Liam's list, yeah? Yeah, mainly because of our flock, our flock uh, prototype. Um, yeah? Because I think they're fun little ships. Um, yeah, I mean, Volandas, he, ha he practically has the same pilot ability as Neonan, so yeah, that's is. also fun. I mean, it's, yeah, there are a lot of good. Republic is like, oh, I can't be bothered. I don't no. know why. I have an aversion towards uh, Republic Force users. And that's. It's called probably... trauma. It's called trauma. Yeah. Yeah, it's trauma. Right. I don't like First Order. But I think it's just because I like First Order. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so these are the good lists, huh? Um, Jeremy, Jeremy Chambly's list. Yeah. I would look at that. Yeah, I think that is really good. So that's Boy Vader. Boy Backstabber, Boy Mola, Ubel, and a, and a Black Squadron Ace. There's a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of strong stuff. Or you can change the Black Squadron Ace to a Carl if you want to be sure to have a blocker. <laughs> yeah. uh, sort of up to you, but it might die before it shoots in some matchups. I think that if I didn't have any faction ties and I didn't have, and I had the time to practice and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. I think Mitch Hurt's list is really, really good. Like the Malarus, Gaelic, Scorch, DC798, Static, so five FOs, and then a Silencer. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so it's six ships with free agility, all of them, and two of them has, and three of them has four health, two of them has five health, and one of them has six health. And potentially all of them can throw free, free red dice. Four of them being sort of proper free red dice. So, yeah. That seems really, really, really good. You get yeah. a high ship count, you get a lot of survivability, you still have quite a lot of damage. Uh, oh, and, a lot of them. and it's like when you lose a ship you can say oh here you get three points 
yeah. Um, that seems really, really good to me. So, but is it the best? I mean, I also really like Champlis list. Um, honorable mention for me is is Pup Saz, the six ship, six ship rebel list. That's Carbon Dutch, Arwell, Aaron. I mean, five ships. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got a you got a decent firepower, of course. And salad list. I like it. That's very cool. It'll be interesting what we see wins. So. Uh, I guess I guess we yeah. will let's see we will we will have one last podcast hopefully before worlds maybe we can do some crazy predictions or something Ooh Ooh We have to do like a pot where Jan ends up <laughs> Where what Where you end up Oh yeah yeah, I mean, we could just do it in brackets. Like, do I get out of the LCQ? Yeah. Do I get Where out of day one? How far do you get? And uh, it's a six pack each. It's a six pack each. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm going to bet for myself. <laughs> well, you can, well, you can go for crash and burn, uh, Mr. Mr. Confidence. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Maybe I should just drop my list and just pack four fangs in a bag and say that's it. Uh, and at least I'll have the surprise factor. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad the fang is so bad in 2.5. Hello, I come from Denmark and playing my 2.0 fangs. Yeah. They'll go over really well. They'll go over real well. And I mean, it would only be like half the games where I'll be able to say, have you heard about our Lord and Savior Concordia? <laughs> sure. Anyway, let's get into the shout outs. Let's. Um, I guess I'll shout out everybody going to Worlds because I hate you guys and I'm not at all jealous. And then I'll leave a short uh, shout out to Jesper. So you're not thinking that Jesper is going to Worlds? Uh, no. Uh, oh, if he if he is, I will have somebody, and I don't think he is. But if he were, I would hug yeah. him and have somebody photo it and send it to you. Ah, uh, that would actually just be kind of nice. Yeah, kind of. But speaking of enviable hawks, then I look forward to hugging Nobby. Uh, when we get there, and my good friend Stephen, um, it's Stephen, Stephen Violent, ah. uh, who I've been, you know, talking to on and off since more or less the start of COVID. Uh, we started doing this sort of blast doors team thing together, and oh. then cool. talk a lot to my good friend Stephen, um, and. Uh, my, my pink boys, especially those of them who who's going to Worlds with me, uh, that will be... I'm so looking forward to that. 
uh, it will be it will be great. Um, oh, it'll be a blast! It'll, it'll, yeah, yeah. Hashtag envy. Hashtag envy. So wait a minute. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and uh, yeah, all of you out there. Wait, all you can you just go, wait a minute, and oh, and then not say anything. Oh, I can. So, um, oh. yeah, we uh, will hopefully be back in uh, in two weeks, unless uh, real life conspires again. Um, and hopefully we'll have Gisli there. So we can finish yeah. this uh, this challenge. Yep, and maybe try to tickle uh, uh, Steppy to come on as well. Oh yeah, and sing or something. Mm. <laughs> maybe just to something. Fantastic. Something. So All right, that's it uh, for this episode, guys. Thank yeah. you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye 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 b